Welcome to the Business Results Program. This is how to transform yourself, your team, and your company to perform better and achieve higher results. Let's get started. I'm so happy you're here. My name is Pete Winarski, and I'm the CEO of Win Enterprises LLC. Check out CompleteBusinessTransformation.com and look at the latest posts and resources we put there to serve you. I started this program because I want you to know that it doesn't have to be that hard. Business leaders like you struggle to get results, to build your team, to satisfy customers, to grow your businesses, and to stay sane in the middle of these crazy dynamics going on around you. My team and I have had full careers in business leadership roles, and we get it. We've had the same challenges as you, and we can share what we've learned, and we can make your life easier. In this program, I will be joined by various members of our team and other guests that I know can help you. We will offer new perspectives and share some of the secrets that you're just not hearing about anywhere else. The Business Results Program is your personal journey to improve yourself as you improve your company and achieve your most important goals and deliver the business results that make you and your team happy. Now, let's get to today's episode. Chapter 8, P5, Peace of Mind Mastery. This last P, Peace of Mind Mastery, is critical because your mental health matters. You will be no good to your company or your family if you allow frustration and overwhelm to take you out of your game. We want you to invest as much time and energy as is required for you to stay sane during this crazy, uncertain time. Additionally, remember that people are watching how you respond, your work team and your family. If you are stressed out and respond badly, then they will unconsciously tend to do the same. As a business leader, you are the role model, and this situation creates an opportunity for you to lead by example and impact the people around you positively. As long as you follow what you know, you will be all right. Stay on purpose, stay aligned with your core values, and enjoy the ride. In this chapter, we will help you keep your sanity by discussing how all these five P's of effective virtual teams support you, why it's important to choose your response, why exercise matters, why getting outside matters, how to define norms for yourself, your family, and your team, and how to use power-up breaks. Implement all of these five P's of effective virtual teams. The first piece of advice we have for you to form a healthy peace of mind is to implement all the five P's of effective virtual teams as follows. Go through this book cover to cover again. Read each of the five P's as many times as you need to incorporate them into your daily routines. Download and complete all the optional exercises. Share this book with all your team members. 
encourage open discussion at work and home. In each case, you can see how they can contribute to your positive mindset. Claiming your own physical space and defining areas for everyone in your home prevents added stress as you battle the day-to-day -day dynamics of getting things done in a crowded environment. Implementing the productivity behaviors gives you a sense of control over your day's challenges. As you plan out what you want your day to look like, be deliberate and engage your family and key team members in creating success in this new reality. Adapting the processes that have worked under normal circumstances to keep you and your team aligned and focused to support your virtual reality will prevent you from recreating the wheel or running on the hamster wheel, meaning working hard without progress. Recognize that you can make investments now that will improve your performance in the immediate time frame and set you up for future success as this remote working requirement comes to an end. This will give you a sense of purpose as you look to the future. All of these are elements of a healthy peace of mind. Beyond how the other five P's contribute to peace of mind mastery, here are some other specific things that you can do proactively and consciously. Choose your response. You actually have a choice in how you perceive the situation you are in now. You can decide to make this an exciting adventure or a frightening experience. You can prefer to be optimistic or pessimistic. You can elect to recognize that you are doing the best you can with each day, or you can beat yourself up for being less than perfect. You might know that Pete is a certified advanced trainer in Jack Canfield's success principles and training methodology, and that both Pete and David have assisted at Jack's trainings. One life-changing formula that we teach our clients is one we learned from Jack. This is what we call the responsibility formula because it recognizes that the outcomes or results we experience are a function of our responses to events. The responsibility formula, E plus R equals O. This formula means an event that happens plus our response to the event is what determines the outcome. This means that events by themselves do not create our outcomes or our results. It is our response to the events that shapes our outcomes and results. Basically, if you get knocked down, do you stay down or do you get back up? If someone you don't know yells at you in the checkout line at the grocery store, do you get upset at what they said or do you laugh it off? If you find yourself with the mandate to work remotely and not come into the office, do you complain about it and allow yourself to get frustrated because your routines have changed? Or do you seize the opportunity to create a productive work from home experience while spending meaningful time with your family? You will notice that you are actually the one in control of your results and that you create your experiences. 
This formula also implies that you need to give up complaining about events, blaming other people, shaming yourself for things that you should or should not have done, and justifying your behavior with some crazy story. Why, you might ask? Because complaining, blaming, shaming, and justifying are unproductive and damaging responses to events. Choose a more productive and beneficial response and watch as your outcomes instantly improve. If this formula and concept is new to you, this should be a moment that turns your life around positively forever. This concept is so important that we include it in many of the workshops that we run, including ones we call Accountability Through Engagement and Your Best Year Ever. See the epilogue for more information. Naturally, we can spend a lot more time discussing this key principle, but we will resist for now. If you think this is critical for you and want to talk more about it, just reach out. Until then, let's move on to the next principle. Get some physical exercise. You probably already know that exercise is a wonderful stress buster. Here are a couple articles to provide positive proof. 1. Harvard Men's Health Watch Exercising to Relax How Does Exercise Reduce Stress? Surprising Answers to This Question and More The mental benefits of aerobic exercise have a neurochemical basis. Exercise reduces levels of the body's stress hormones such as adrenaline and cortisol. It also stimulates the production of endorphins, chemicals in the brain that are the body's natural painkillers and mood elevators. 2. American College of Sports Medicine Stress Relief – The Role of Exercise in Stress Management Exercise and Stress Research have typically focused on aerobic exercise. There have been consistent findings that people report feeling calmer after a 20 to 30 minute bout of aerobic exercise and the calming effect can last for several hours after exercise. Hopefully you have added exercise to your perfect day and scheduled time into your calendar. If not, go out of your way to do that now. Go back and use exercise 2-1 or just add it to your daily calendar. Want to turn exercise into an opportunity for quality family time? This will give you a two for one, which means you get benefits in two categories, exercise and family time, for the same activity. If you have any workout gear in your house, you can do some simple weightlifting with your spouse or kids. Have a push-up or sit-up contest. Turn on an exercise video and work up a sweat together. Or go for a walk, ride your bike, or go on a run together. Remember to warm up and cool down and do some light stretching. If you have a Zoom call scheduled when you are all sweaty, then quickly clean up, put on a hat, or turn off your video and joke with the meeting participants that it's a good thing they can't smell you. Get outside. Catching some fresh air each day is important. Now that your commute is a short walk inside of your house to your designated workspace, you don't have the natural practice of leaving your house and then drive to your office. Getting outside is essential, and you need to make a conscious choice to do so.
in a Science Daily article. Author Kaomi Tuhig Bennett said, Spending time in nature certainly makes us feel healthier. A University of Michigan study discovered that spending time outside actually lowers your cortisol and improves your memory. Even WebMD describes how it lessens anxiety, improves focus, and boosts your creativity. It appears that getting outside provides you superpowers relative to your work, so be sure to do it daily. During the first couple weeks of this mandate to work remotely, Pete realized at the end of some days that he had not been outside because he allowed himself to work away in his office all day long. Now he makes sure to build outside time into his daily routine. Look for ways to get a two-for-one relative to outside time. Maybe you can have your meals outside on your deck or at least with the window open. If the glare is not an issue, set up your work table outside for 30 to 60 minutes every now and then. And of course, do some of your exercise time outside. Define norms. This next principle is one that we hinted at throughout this document. The idea of defining norms is one that will eliminate a lot of potential stress and conflict due to misunderstandings or failed expectations. A norm is a standard to which a group of people agrees. Ideally, members of that group will be involved in deciding what the norm is to which they will agree, although sometimes a person joins a group where norms are already established and that they elect to adopt. We suggest that you consider defining norms for yourself, your family, and your team. Let's talk about each of these. Norms for yourself. The norms you select for yourself define the decisions you make about how you will engage the different elements of your day. They should align with your core values and support how you want to model behavior for others. For example, what time do you commit to waking up each day? Will you hit the snooze button over and over or get up right away? What is the standard that you choose to make for your personal time to exercise, meditate, or for time to break away from everyone else for yourself? How would you like to model behavior relative to getting your work done each day? Norms for yourself are easy to define because they are yours and yours alone. You do not need to reach consensus with other people, although you may need to be flexible in deciding on your norms during this unusual time because you want to support your family and team members. Just remember, your needs are as important as everyone else's needs, and so it is okay to define how you want to engage through the day. Norms for your family. If you want to reduce conflict inside your own home, we strongly recommend that you have some deliberate conversations with your family members about what your daily interactions will look like. For example, if you have an expectation that everyone will have dinner together, then talk about it and decide what it looks like. Determine where everyone's designated workspace will be, as we discussed in Chapter 4, Physical Space Productivity Elements. Talk about the entertainment zone, for example, where the TV is, and decide the behaviors and schedule you agree to.
discuss expectations for interrupting each other during the day, and come up with guidelines. The thing is, you get to experiment and see what works for you. What might seem like a great idea could turn out to be a flop. If so, just talk about it together again and come up with a different agreement. This is a great opportunity for you to model team collaboration principles for your family. If you can pull this off with high flexibility and compassion combined with low stress and intensity, then you are doing your family members a great service by teaching and demonstrating to them this powerful life skill. Norms for your team. The principles behind setting norms for your team is similar to the exercise we just described for you to do with your family. The idea is to have deliberate conversations about your team behaviors. As a work team, where each member is also working remotely and has the same challenges of meeting family requirements concurrent to having a productive workday, you have the opportunity to be creative and accept new ways to work together. The key is to ask each person what works for them and to speak up if they have specific needs that are not easily met the way you are working together. Here are some topics you might discuss. Acceptable work hours, both duration and the start and end times. Protocol for handling interruptions during Zoom meetings or phone calls. Expectations for completing projects and other work output. Guidelines for reaching out via text, email, or phone call when you need some help, including acceptable hours. Agreements for carrying your mobile phone with you when you are engaging non-work activity during the day, like going for a walk in your neighborhood or exercising in your basement. And any other rules you want to implement are fair game, recognizing that things are changing constantly and you have not anticipated every possible need. Perhaps the most important norm you arrange for your team is how to raise issues and decide to modify existing or create new norms. This is a skill that mature teams have mastered and by practicing this during your time working remotely, you will become even more effective when your team is back together in person. Take power-up breaks. Pete remembers when his kids were younger and really into playing Mario Kart. In that game, if you drive your car over a certain symbol, such as a rainbow-colored question mark block, then you receive a power-up, which essentially gives you items that help you win. A speed boost is an essentially exciting power-up because when you drive over these special panels, it causes your car to rocket forward. Taking physical and mental power-up breaks throughout the day will help you to rocket forward in your work and give you special items to help you win, especially compared to you just grinding it out without these breaks. Let's talk about both physical and mental power-up breaks and then provide you some ideas for you to implement. Physical power-up breaks. When you are sitting at your desk all day, you might find that your neck begins to ache or that your shoulders are stiff. Even if you do have a chair and computer with proper ergonomics as we described in chapter 4 above, 
Your setup is not designed for you to stay working constantly without changing up your position periodically. Get up and move. Both Jack Canfield and Brendan Burchard practice different forms of body movements based on Qigong with the attendees of their workshops, who are otherwise sitting all day in a hotel ballroom. Qigong is a method of moving energy through your body. While energy movement can happen with other forms of exercise, you can practice Qigong in a very small physical space by cupping your hands and smacking your arms and shoulders, for example. Jack likes to practice what he calls bounce and shake, where your feet don't leave the ground, but you bounce in place with your knees acting as shock absorbers and your hands making a chopping motion. These methods move energy through your body and reinvigorate you. We remember practicing calisthenics in gym class as a kid, and these basic movements will also do the trick. No equipment needed. Just use your major muscle groups to move for a few minutes as you push or pull. Think push-ups, sit-ups, dips, or pull-ups if you have a pull-up bar handy. Stretching is another way to get some physical movement. Be conscious not to overstretch cool muscles, so be sure to warm up or stretch lightly. Mental power-up breaks. Just as a physical break does good for your body, a mental break gives your mind something to do other than intensively hammering away at your workload. Whereas you might not be able to do 100 push-ups in a row, you might be able to do 100 today if you took breaks along the way. We are doing the same for your brain by using breaks to enable your mind to produce more work faster with greater clarity. Some mental break ideas include various forms of meditation, such as sitting tall with your feet on the ground, closing your eyes, and simply noticing what you are experiencing in your body. You might watch your breath and detect the point where your inhale and exhale cause your lungs to expand and contract. Just doing this for a few minutes gives your mind a well-deserved break. Another mental break could be to play a game on your mobile phone or in a book such as Sudoku or other brain teaser puzzles or word games. The only caution we will provide is to set a time limit so you don't lose yourself in your mobile phone for longer than you would like. By the way, all the physical breaks we listed above also serve as mental breaks because you are shifting your focus to a different activity than the one you were working on at your desk. Implementing your power-up breaks. In all cases, when you return from your physical or mental break, you can expect greater focus and productivity. Earlier, we discussed blocking time in your calendar and conducting sprints for 45 to 60 minutes. Employing these physical and mental power-up breaks makes these sprints work tremendously well. Consider them important enough to do regularly throughout your day. You don't necessarily have to schedule these short 5-10 to 10 minute breaks into your calendar. Just make them part of your block time and a natural component of your sprints. Try out different ideas and mix them up throughout the day. Most importantly, have fun. Get your bonuses. If you are a self-starter, grab the exercises that accompany the content from these chapters in this book here. HTTPS colon 
slash slash go.winconsulting.co slash virtual tools. If you want expert advice, apply for a discussion with someone from our team here. HTTP colon slash slash yourpowersession.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of Business Results Radio. Remember to share this episode on social media or directly with people you think would benefit from it. And if you are willing, subscribe to this podcast and give us a five-star rating. Go ahead and do that now while you're thinking of it. I also want to invite you to visit businessresultsradio.com. And if you want to learn more about the Wind Enterprises team or about the business consulting and mentoring services we provide, visit completebusinesstransformation.com. Thanks a bunch, and we will catch you again soon.